Welcome to Our Good Life Podcast, your podcast, a podcast where there are no religious or political barriers, a laid-back, fun, sit-around-the-bonfire-with-your-friends kind of podcast. I'm your host, Caddy, and welcome to Episode 5. Dad, I need you to turn it down. Turn it down. Hold on. So like I brought up in the last episode on episode four, I'm going to take a trip to Tennessee with my dad. Had my son Taylor and my dad all ready to go to uh, move him to Tennessee so he could live there with his wife, Lori. It was a, it was a great time. We got lots of stories to tell. And uh, throughout the episode, you'll hear some of the songs I listened to on the way that I'm so grateful, so grateful to have them play. I got my dad, got some recordings of my dad, so I'm going to let him start off on our little journey. So this is how it all began. Just a quick side note, some of the road audio is pretty loud, and so forgive me now, just a heads up. But it should be fine. You'll be able to hear us talk, which I know you're excited about. And here we go. Here's my dad. Well, we're on our way. Um, The people moving into my house arrived an hour early, so... We were rushing out of the house, getting the truck loaded, um, and uh, and they were moving their stuff in. So we're on the road. Um, uh, Taylor, who was going to go with us, uh, we found out that with three big people, it wouldn't they wouldn't fit in the U-Haul uh, comfortably, and so we made a decision uh, that Taylor would stay home because it'd be very uncomfortable and unpleasant for them. So we're on our first day of our trip with my son at the wheel. I feel very relaxed because he's a very talented driver. And and so do you have anything to say, Tom? Uh, it's gonna be a fun adventure. I'm excited about it. The trailer and the truck and everything's handling really well. Um, it's a bummer that Taylor couldn't come with, but it was pretty, it is really brutal, to be honest, and and uh, excited. We are in Washington right now still. Uh, we just left Wap- Wapato and Yakima. Well, Yakima and Wapato, we got gas in, in uh, Wapato. Uh, what was the, how much did the gas cost? Do you know uh, uh, gas cost uh, $62. Uh, it was a dollar, what did I say, dollar seventy nine, seventy five, something like that. So yeah, as you heard from that message, Taylor, we uh, made an audible and had Taylor go back home. Stacy is an absolute trooper because she drove from Arlington to Yakima to drop me off and Taylor off. And then what happened was that night, Dad had all his stuff packed up. He's like, oh, we're just going to sleep on the floor. I'm like, no, no, we're not sleeping on the floor. I am not sleeping on the floor. So we got a hotel in Yakima and we drove the U-Haul from his house um, in uh, Natchez to Yakima, which, and it was like only like a... 10, 10 mile drive or whatever and Taylor's all bunched up on the middle his knees are like smashed into the the radio console and all that stuff and he was uncomfortable after like you know 10 miles and so I was like hey Stacy any chance you want to come back to Yakima tomorrow morning to grab Taylor that'd be great and she did she did she woke up super early and 
super early is really super early because she usually wakes up like 11 or 11 o'clock in the morning. She got up at like, like 4.45 or 5 in the morning or something like that. And she drove all the way back to Yakima, grabbed Taylor and brought him back home. And uh, that was a really good decision. Taylor would not have been had a fun time at all. It was a pretty rough ride. So uh, the whole trip is about 2,300 miles. And uh, we had it breaking down into four legs. I went through with Stacy and kind of mapped it out. Uh, we were going to go from Natchez to Ogden, Utah first night. 600 and some miles. I don't remember the miles, but it was, six, it was over 600. And then from Ogden, Utah to North Platte, Nebraska, which is another 600 plus day. And then we went from North Platte, uh, Nebraska to, um, we were trying to get to St. Louis, but we shot shy of St. Louis. I forgot the town already. I could look at my thing. It's in the notes and stuff. But, uh, oh yeah, the place is called Boone, Booneville. Um, yeah, so we went to Booneville and then after that we made it all the way in to Tennessee, Collegedale, Tennessee, which is another, I think the last two legs were 518 miles each. So it was quite the adventure. And, uh, I don't know, the, some of the highlights, I'll let you tell you what those were. There was a lot of... Hey, Dad. Dad, I need you to turn it down. It's, uh... Dad, can you... Can you... Can you please turn it down just a little bit? Thank you. Okay, so our road trip kicked off April 26 at about 9.28 a.m. We were all loaded up. We are going to swing by my grandma's house to say bye to her, and then it was eastbound and down. And this route that we were on is actually a route I've traveled pl- uh, at least three or four times uh, when I was over road truck driver for a bit, and then also with FedEx. I, I uh, volunteered in Hermiston and... Um, I've gotten down to like the the Hermiston Salt Lake run a couple times. And one time I had this crazy road trip. I was in Fargo by myself. Uh, Michelle had the kids all back here. And one of my friends needed a, a help driving all her, her two kids and like a moving stuff up to Arlington. So in Fargo, I got off work on a Friday, got on a plane, flew to Salt Lake City, picked them up. Drove them from Salt Lake City up to Arlington in one shot, and then hung out, fell asleep at the ki- in the kids' house, at at Michelle's house with the boys, and then hung out with them for like a day, and then flew back to Fargo the next month, that Monday. So I left Friday, went from Salt Lake to Arlington, then flew from Ar- from Seattle back to Fargo, and was at work on Monday. It was pretty crazy. So I I'm familiar with the road pretty pretty well. Um, no, it was really good, and uh, lots of times we were on the road the whole time. I don't know. It's kind of exhausting in a way. It's a lot of miles to run, and I run pretty hard, and my dad does not run as hard as I do. So about every other every other rest stop, every other rest stop, uh, you know, we stopped, and and that was good. I was just seeing how it all played out. He was excited because he did this big road trip with my great grandma Nana uh down to Guatemala and this was kind of like our road trip except not to Guatemala but to Tennessee. I mean they're kind of the same thing, Guatemala and Tennessee. Let's be honest. Okay. 
Hey, Dad. Hey, Dad. Yeah, um, I don't want to drive in a ditch. Thank you. Thanks. Sorry. I, I'm sorry. Just, yeah, thanks. So Ogden, Ogden, Utah was our first stop on our four-legged trip. Uh, we get into Utah, and they have a sign that says, uh, Entry utah.gov if uh you're entering whatever city we went to the website to check it out they said oh we have to register and uh we could possibly be quarantined for 14 days and so we decided to ignore that and get out of utah as fast as we can and then after we spent the night at the utah at the at the utah i'm saying like that we say at the comfort suites by the way if you're ever in ogden utah comfort suites had a killer breakfast i was really really happy with them and actually the whole trip, they they won, they won the the Continental Breakfast Award uh, that I have not shipped out to them yet, but uh, they definitely won. And uh, so on our way after Utah, we get into Wyoming, and Wyoming had a a big sign on the reader boards when you came in. It said, "What did it say? It said mandatory. You must." quarantine yourself for 14 days resident or commercial drivers exempt and then so then I was thinking I'm sure glad I have my FedEx badge in my bag and I'm sure glad I got a copy of the FedEx note that says I'm an essential worker and I could say to the officer excuse me sir I am a FedEx freight employee and I am relocating which would not be lying at all and it, but we never had an issue it was nice so wyoming was the sign that scared us the most and then what was the other one nebraska yeah nebraska they had a sign too that said you know register with us but uh overall it was good we had no issues and uh we chose to ignore all those warnings and uh yeah it was good let me look at the pictures and see if i what else we can find so if you ever find yourself on a long long road trip uh, the Flying Jays are probably one of my favorite spots. Flying Jays or the truck stops. Um, I don't know. Flying Jays. I've always gone to the Flying Jays most of the time. But uh, all the truck stops are pretty good. You can always get some fruit there, bananas and all that stuff. You can even get a shower if you want to. Two rules in trucking. First rule, don't touch the AC. Second rule, wash your butt. That's a true thing. You can look it up in the truck driver handbook. It's uh, rule one and two of the truck 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 driver handbook. So on our second day, we went up to we were going through Wyoming, and one of my favorite stops is on top of this mountain pass. Um, it's eight thousand six hundred forty feet. It's a Lincoln like memorial uh, rest area slash visitor center and all that stuff, and it is pretty cool. It has Sacagawea going through there. Jim Bridgers, uh, the Wild Bunch. It was. Uh, Butch Cassidy and all that guy, all those guys went through there. There's, it's a cool little museum, and it was really cool to kind of go back there again. Last time I was there was three or four years ago. Let me see if I can find that really quick. Yeah, 2015. So it was cool going there with my dad. Got some new pictures and everything, but it was all shut down because of the COVID-19 stuff. So that sucked, not being able to get inside of it, but. It was nice seeing the monument and just being there again. Tell you what, Wyoming is something special. Uh, just vast openness, vast of nothing. We just driving down the road, just cruising along, just looking at just dry grass, big open blue skies. Look over at my dad passed out with his hat over his head. I got a video. I took a video of that. It's somewhere on my Facebook. It's pretty cool. 
And in Wyoming, we hit the Continental Divide. We hit the Continental Divide April 27th at 12.46 p.m. It's by uh, Table Rock, Wyoming. And I'm kind of just blasting through, just kind of giving you a little updates on our journey. I had a lot of pictures, took a lot of pictures, big sky pictures, big flatland pictures. It was a whole lot of nothing, to be honest. And uh, it was a lot of fun just cruising along, enjoying it. Dad, there's a ditch. I'm going to drive us into it. After Wyoming, we got into Nebraska. Uh, Nebraska is really cool. It's a lot of open fields again. And uh, we actually ran into some problems in Nebraska. The trailer on the, the car dolly, uh, the wheel popped and exploded. And when I was driving, Dad was sleeping at the, actually at the moment. But I noticed we were starting to fishtail a little bit. And I'm like, oh, this isn't good. So I corrected it. And then I was able to get off the side of the road and take the exit and go to the truck stop. And it was really cool because U-Haul was amazing. We called them, took a picture of it, sent it to them, and they had it all. They had the wheels swapped out within an hour. They had a contractor, uh, you know, a tow truck contractor guy with all the wheels and all that stuff. And he showed up, knocked it out. We were, uh, yeah, about an hour downtime and got it back up. It was great. And I also had the opportunity to have a life lesson learned of, do not stand downwind of a dad pee peeing in a truck parking lot. And uh, it wasn't that greatest of, greatest lesson, but uh, lessons learned. I feel like I should have had that one down a while ago, but I've never had the, I've never, you know, really noticed. I've never, you know, haven't really needed it. So until that day, it was great. By the way, this episode is brought to you by Dot's Homestyle Pretzels. They're so salty and yummy, and they were a true companion through the whole trip. Amazing. We had a chance to see the Nebraska National Forest. I'm pretty sure I took the picture of it. It was uh, these two trees just on the side of the road. Pretty sure that's what that was about. So after Nebraska, uh, North Platte, Nebraska, we were on our way, and we actually stopped at Boonville, Missouri. I'm sorry, I forgot what state it was earlier, but Boonville, Missouri, Missouri, and it was good. Also, I talked about Flying J's a lot, too. Uh, the pilots are outstanding. Pretty much all the main truck stops, TAs. TAs are great. Pilots are great. Flying J's are great. Those are the solid ones. And then uh, from from Boonsville, Missouri, we made it into uh, Collegedale, like I said. But we drove through St. Louis. St. Louis is amazing. Seeing the arches off the freeway. Seeing this really cool old like cathedral church building. And this cool suspension bridge. The, the architecture in some of these older towns are really amazing. And I'd like to note that, you know, Washington having some taxes and stuff. You really do notice a difference when you get into other states. Some of the roads are just brutal, brutal. I think my dad has a bruised kidney, and uh, it was it was pretty rough. You do notice the difference when you have maybe if you put you know money into roads and all that, because you get back east and the roads are hot garbage for the most part. Beautiful, beautiful country. To be honest, uh, pretty much from Western Washington all the way into Missouri. And then into Kentucky is uh, all dead, dead brown grass and flatness and not that great. But when you get into Kentucky and Missouri, 
it gets amazing like the rock the rock walls the rock the rock walls on the side of the road and the the structures and all that are just mind-blowing the trees and the the trees and everything I was really blown by blown away by just how cool and different it looked over there uh, we got into Tennessee uh, April 29th at 3 p.m. Nashville Tennessee so it was fun good trip good trip I can't say it enough Dad, what is this? Is this really hee-haw? Oh my gosh. So, I like to run the truck really cold. It's how I stay sharp and alert when I'm driving, especially going over the road long distances. And my dad, he's a big heat guy. So we had a natural little rivalry with the heat. And uh, on our last, what was it? The Yeah, going into Tennessee, Collegedale. Uh, we had like a hundred miles left and I've already driven like 500 miles or whatever it was. And he's like, Oh, I need some heat. So he turns it all the way up to hot and I'm tired. I've driven for like 10 hours or whatever, just because we're going 60 miles per hour because the truck is so heavy and big and all that stuff. And I told him that I need it for staying awake and being alert and all that stuff. And it's getting dark out and he turns the heat on. I'm like, we're gonna die we're gonna die we're not gonna make it we're 100 miles away from our goal and we're not gonna make it we're gonna die this is how they say like most wrecks happen within like what 10 miles of your house or something like that and like that was all it was going through my mind and I explained it to him he's like okay so we turned the heat back off we turned the heat back off put the AC back on and then I offered him a warm blankie a warm blankie like maybe Nana and then he made fun of me and I gave him my sweater and he said my sweater smelled but it was fine, and I think he paid me back by having me listen to all the music that he loves and listens to, and that was kind of tough. And it was—it wasn't fair. It wasn't fair at all. He would—he li- would put on. I think he did it on purpose. Like he found the music that would just drive you insane. Well, maybe not you know certain people, but you know he found music that he was annoyed with. It was old timer stuff, and then he would just fall asleep. And I can't get to his phone. I can't get his phone to turn it off or anything because I'm driving. I'm not going to stop. And so I'm listening to it. And he falls asleep during it. He puts on the music. Let me, I hopefully you understand what I'm saying. He puts on music that he knows that I'm not, you know, 100% on board with. And then he falls asleep. He might as well take his phone and throw it under his butt or something and made sure I could never get to it because that's just pretty much what happened because I'm not going to try fussing with his phone and it's like a Samsung phone. It's not even an Apple phone. I don't even know how to use his phone really. I don't know. So it was a battle sometimes. All the music and all that stuff. But it wasn't always bad. Like like I found that there's a dry comedy. Dry comedy, uh, you know, on YouTube and they actually have an app too. There's lots of comedy. We did a lot of comedy stuff. So... I, I'm kind of making fun of all the songs and stuff, and and but that's accurate and very legit, and that's kind of how it all played out. But we did mix it up. I was like, Dad, we got to listen to some comedy. We listened to some Fluffy. Uh, we listened to a bunch of people. It was really, it was good. It was overall a good time. No real regrets. I, I think he just, he froze to death, and I kind of feel bad, but, you know, that's what happens when you have a driver drive, and that's what they do. Like I said, number one rule, don't touch the AC. Number two rule, remember what it is? Wash your butt. 
hopefully you don't have to explain it. Do I have to explain that? You understand that, right? Like a lot of times when you're team driving and you have a partner with you, you got to wash that butt because you don't want to be all stinky in the truck with your partner in there, especially if you're, you know, you know, it's, it's really, I don't know. We're going to move on. I think you understand. I need to get something to drink real quick. I'm going to crack this open. Ah. This is also brought to you by Polar. 100% seltzer, calorie-free, orange vanilla water. I stopped drinking a lot of Coke because uh, the whole diabetes scare kind of thing or whatever. So I've stopped drinking Coke. I've been drinking these seltzer waters. And actually, in all honesty, they get better over time. It's pretty traumatic when you first drink a couple of them. But actually, it's my uh, my go-to drink of choice. This orange vanilla is not my favorite. I prefer other flavors, but it, it's good. So, mission accomplished. April 29th at 5.51 p.m. My dad is finally with his wife in Chattanooga, Tennessee, also called Vail, Tennessee. And Chattanooga, or Tennessee in general, is actually beautiful. The lakes, uh, we saw like a double rainbow when we were coming in. Dad thought it was a, a sign from the heavens that we have arrived. And I was just waiting for him to tell me about how we're not going to get flooded again. But he didn't go there, so I just kind of kind of took me off guard. But it was very beautiful coming in. Coming into the home stretch, we were greeted with beautiful double rainbow. The, the, the land out there is beautiful. It's amazing. Um... So that's all I'm going to, I'm going to talk about the whole Tennessee part of it, actually hang out there, because I was there for a week, got to hang out with uh, some crazy people, got to do some tours, I'm going to talk about those on the next podcast, and I'm going to try to get that podcast done in the next couple days. So I'm going to go ahead and move on, uh, let's see what else we got going on. So back in 2012, or 20, yeah, 2012, wow, that just sounds weird saying it, we lived in Fargo, and I just wanted to share this one little video Obviously, it's uh, just audio for you guys, but I just want to share this video of my my kid Gavin. You heard him on the podcast a couple little couple episodes ago. Listen to this. That super windy breeze. Is what? That super windy breeze outside. Yeah, what is it? Maybe it's kind of a tornado. So what is it? That super windy breeze outside. It's kind of a tornado. It's not a tornado. You're good. But it, it has a super windy breeze, right? No, it's okay. Uh, say say bye bye. Say bye. Wait. That is absolutely one of my favorite all time recordings of my littlest Gavin. I wanted to share with. I've talked about this a couple times on the in the podcast by P and W Friends Club on Facebook group or Facebook group P and W Friends Club. Man, I don't know if I could even talk. If you ever want to, if you're hearing this podcast and you want to join up, uh, go ahead and find us, PNW Friends Club uh, 18+, plus, but it's 18+, plus, like I said, because of the we don't want our kids in there. Where It's our escape room, a place to hide. We don't want our kids there. It's not inappropriate, like I said before. Um, there's some questions at the beginning when you join up. If you just say you've heard about it from the podcast, I, I will get you in. It's usually like a local group, but... If you are a podcast listener, love to have you there. You can get kind of the behind the scenes of what I got going on and all the little fun adventures and shenanigans as well. We actually, sadly, this week or last week, uh, we lost one of our members. Uh, she's actually pretty young. She's 
she was young and she had uh, some pneumonia and uh, on a ventilator and all that and she actually passed away so I just want to take a moment on the podcast to just read what I wrote um, as an announcement our group has some wonderful times and we've had some sad times unfortunately I have some sad news Jen just messaged me and said that we've lost our friend Melissa she went into the hospital over a month ago because she was having trouble breathing and she was diagnosed with bacterial pneumonia they incubated her and sedated her and she never recovered. She was a beautiful soul, and I know a lot of us really enjoyed calling her a friend, and I'm personally grateful that we were able to add her smile to us. The last time I saw her was one of our last parties at Jen's house a while ago. This is one of the reasons this group exists, to support, love, and to enlighten and uplift each other. She was young. She had two fur babies. She came to us from Montana. This is all I know. Please take a moment and send her hugs and loves to her family and friends and her. I don't have any other details. I'm ashamed that I was not aware that she was in the hospital. Life is too short, my friends. Love you y'alls. If you could help find me pictures of our, from our group, that would be really nice to post them. I stole these from her profile. I think she will forgive me. I'm grateful for being part of this group and and for being the light the group being the light I needed in my life at that time. And, you know, so that's what I posted. I just want to have it here on the podcast just so it's out in the, out in the universe. So I want to share that with you. Kind of a special moment. If you want to share a special moment or just let's say hi to me, you could reach out with the email, ourgoodlifepodcast at gmail.com. That's ourgoodlifepodcast at gmail.com. Or you could call the message line call and leave a message at 425-374-4484 that's 425-374-4484 i'd love to hear from you i'm very grateful for all my friends and family and everybody that's helped uplift me i have a wonderful story to tell you about wonderful experience i had uh in tennessee uh i was able to pay forward uh one of my one of my friends helped me out when I was in a bad spot and I was able to pay it for it. I'm going to share that with you guys next on the next episode. And uh, I guess that's it for now. Stacy just opened the door and said it's dinner time. So I'm going to go ahead and leave. But just remember, you're never alone. We're here to uplift, support, love on you, and uh, share this journey together. See you later. Don, do you know who this is? Uh, no, who is it? It's Steve Miller. Steve Miller brand. You know, when he was a little boy, a man came into his life and became friends with his family. The man's name was Les Paul, the inventor of the electric guitar. Oh, that's cool. Sometimes I get a good feeling. Yeah.